Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, everybody. Welcome to a new episode of the Burning Question series by Fantasy Football Scout. In this series, Harry and I, Sonaldo, talk about the key hot topics of the week. Uh, with international break coming this week and next week, I think we're going to keep it light. We're going to discuss some of the happenings over the weekend, talk a lot about defenders this week, uh, and then next week I won't be able to do burning questions, so I think Harry's going to lead the midfield for topping next week. But just uh, before we get into it, I want to say that last week I'm pretty sure I had COVID, Harry. Oh, wow. um, so I've been, uh, I'm not sure if it's COVID or just like a really bad sort of cold or whatever, but I still had a lot of work, so I powered through it. So I'm not feeling the best right now. I feel a little bit woozy, so I might stumble with my words, but I, you know, I'll try, try to do my best. So if you guys could understand, I'm not feeling 100%. But uh, first of all, how are you, Harry? Yeah, I'm good. I'm sorry to hear that. Don't worry at all. It's a, it's a live pod. We're all just here chatting fantasy football. So you you take things as you need to and you drink drink your cups of tea. Um, yeah, as as Andy said, it's probably going to be a slightly shorter pod this week. Um, I mean, we say that and we'll, we'll chat for a while, but we're going to talk o- only about defenders really this week. It feels like the key topic of FPL that we just can't really answer. Um, well, I can't at the moment either. So uh, yeah, We'll get into all of that, but it was it was a, a good week overall. Thank you. How was your game week? I, I I had a red arrow, so it wasn't the best, but I don't know why it's a green arrow over there. I actually had a red arrow. Um, so overall, just a very midweek sort of... I don't think a lot of people rank drop too much, uh, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So it was just an okay week for, for most of us, but let's get right into our teams. Um yeah, talk to me about your team. On the left is Harry's team, and on the right is my team. Second time this yeah. season with 69 points, by the way. So uh, let me know I how think, you did. Um, mm. I think um, the the ranks on screen were taken before Saturday, before Sunday's games. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's different because I'm, I'm on a green arrow because I had a lot of points come in for me on Sunday. So I went into the first day, and I had Son, I had Livermento, who I've posted about comes down as like one of the worst transfers i think i've ever made when i look at my future team like i'll probably keep him for a few weeks but it it's it's not a great one um to put it lightly defensively again i benched him a cast just wasn't certain he was going to play if i heard if we knew that gomez was out which we didn't before the deadline like i'm sure i would have played him because we would have known that he was going to start that game but we didn't so he's on my bench for 15 however sunday came around and I didn't decide to buy buy Kaiosaka, which was my big debate going into the deadline. I could do Diaby to Saka for like a free transfer, and I decided not to do it. Saka came away with five points, and then Diaby dubious assist, I have to admit. But um, whether he touched the ball or not, I don't Ridiculous quite know. Ridiculous assist. What do you mean? Um, definitely I'll not take dubious. it. I'll, <laughs> I'll take I'll take the six points from him, the clean sheet point as well. So outscored Saka by one. Mm-hmm. Bowen with the eight again. This guy is like 
the most transmitted player every hour. He, the amount of people buying Bowen is crazy. I posted about it on Twitter. Mm -hmm. He went up twice in price last week. He's already risen again last night and he'll rise again. I feel like I'm just rolling in my Bowen money buying him at 7.2. Um, but Salah captain, Watkins, and then then Erling Haaland as well. So 77 points was a green arrow from 360k up to 300k, 310k or something like that. Yeah, very nice. I think Bowen's been sort of a pest to me because I couldn't afford him on wildcard 10. If I had, I would have gone him over Matoma any day of the week. But yeah, uh, next five fixtures, he's certainly could be a hold, you know, and he's just going to tick along like the sort of walk-ins type player that might not haul, but just, you know, attacking return mm -hmm. at, at, a, at one week at a time. So uh, he's he's a pest for sure. Um, Darwin too delivering. I, I feel like this is one of those weeks where we also didn't really need to make a transfer, Harry. Especially I had two free transfers, and maybe we forced that transfer to Livermento, which I regret dearly. So yeah, yeah. How do you feel about Livermento? I had to, mm. yeah. So I had burn, so I had to make a I had burn and two free transfers, right? So I was always going to sell him. Um, yeah, I mean. I thought I looked at all my future transfer plans and now I look at it and I should have just gone Lascelles. Um, we still don't know. Like if Botman's back in two weeks, which is possible if the specialist that he saw for his knee in the Netherlands has given something to work with, then it doesn't look quite so bad. Um, but then I look at Newcastle defensively and I watched that Bournemouth game and they looked all over the place. They looked knackered. Mm -hmm. And then the comments from Trippier after the game are concerning so even if botman's out that means they have their back four of shah who was limping for the majority of that game bowen uh sorry shah lascelles lewis hall or livermento and trippier have got to play the whole christmas period mm -hmm. just the four of them four or five of them which is not good so i mean yeah there's not that like it's just the future transfer plans more than anything. Like he got benched, he got benched. He'll play against Chelsea. Um, how many more games he has in my team, I don't quite know. But yeah, not not a great decision. Not a great decision there. But it is what it is. Yeah. So you're you're kind of worried about um, Newcastle's fitness moving forward. Yeah, I'm a little bit. Well, we'll talk about defenses in general. I'm a little bit concerned about generally defend defenders at the moment, but. Mm. Yeah, Newcastle in that Bournemouth game, they looked absolutely knackered. Bournemouth looked like by far the better side in that game. And yeah, they just don't have the squad depth at the moment with the injuries they've got to rotate these players. So I don't see it being a, you know an issue that's going to go away because they are still in the Champions League and they still look like they're going to go out unless they try and do something to turn it around. They have to win their last two games. So the chances of them rotating in Europe seems pretty low as well, right? So... I just think it's going to go on and on for them, which is a little bit concerning for me. But then we'll talk about Trippier later. Like, what does that mean for him? Yeah. Like, is he then not worth the 7 million? But yeah. Interesting. Yeah, quickly on my team. Uh, I mean, look at that back line. I, I think f I played a 4-4-2 for the first time in, you know, forever. And Ariola two points. Gehi, one point. Of course, Saliba nine-pointer, you know, annoying as hell because I started the season with Gabriel as well. Cash, he's been useless. Livermento zero-pointer, terrible decision, I feel like. I regret it sort of because I just forced sort of that luxury transfer, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, and then Matoma on the bench to start. Son, he wasn't his best. And Spurs are worrying, uh, especially with uh, Dyer in the back line. 
Saka, he nicked an assist, but I don't know about his fitness moving forward. And then the rest are just, you know, high EO picks anyway. So really no differentials in my team um, except Livermento, Mitoma, I guess Gehi and and Palmer moving forward. I, I think the silver lining is Palmer. I'm looking forward to probably yeah. starting him uh, for from next game week onward. So a lot to discuss. Yeah. I want to discuss Chelsea with you in depth as well. So uh, that yeah. was my game week, but yeah. Yeah, a few people saying in the chat, just we'll get to Newcastle, but they don't. They, as soon as international break comes back, they play weekend midweek until the first of January. Like, Newcastle. They have they have they have no free midweeks. Nice. They play Premier League, Champions League, Premier League, Premier League, Premier League, Champions League, Premier League, Cup quarter final away at Chelsea. So I mean they might rotate in that, but they probably won't because it's quite a big game for them. Then Premier League, Premier League. Premier League, like it's crazy, crazy fixture for a team that don't have any depth. So, yeah, the only other one to talk about briefly is Matoma. Uh, I was so disappointed to see him bench. Brighton um, look like a team I don't want to have anything to do with right now. The combination of rotation with the fixtures getting more difficult, with them just not looking like themselves. Um, Matoma, like I had the decision this week of doing Matoma to Mbwemo. Mm-hmm. Mbwemo has Arsenal at home and Matoma goes away to Forest. And I don't know, like I'm, I'm if, if there's any chance that Mbwemo rises in price, like I'll probably just do it this week. I care more about the point one than I do about that Matoma fixture this week. Interesting, interesting. But does, if anyone in the chat can find out if Matoma is going back to Japan, that'd be... A, he is, a, he is. Oh, he is, okay. Well, he's with us, he's in the squad. I checked it the other day. Um, I just, I don't know where the games are, but one of them's, they've got, it's World Cup qualifiers as well. Oh, yeah. So he'll play. Yeah. So they've got Myanmar and then Syria, but I don't know where they are. Yeah. But he's got two games over the break. Yeah, if which that's in Japan, both, I'm that's sure. a, like a 12-hour flight. If it's in uh, Southeast Asia, a little bit yeah. less, but still like 10-hour plus, you know. So definitely not yeah. an easy trip. Plus, World Cup qualifying means they're going to be going all out. Granted, it's like easy team. So I wouldn't yeah. worry too much about Matomo's fitness if you need to save point one, But I don't think you need to, man. Like your team value is absurd already compared to mine. So... I would, I would but, wait till 14. Mm. It's, it's more that I, I, I don't think, I don't think Matoma's a better asset than Mbwemo this week. Uh, Brighton look all over the place, mm-hmm. going away to, going away to Forest or Brentford being at home to Arsenal. I don't think there's that much in it. Interesting. Don't think there's that much of a difference between them. Matoma's returns have really dried up as well. He yeah. could do something, but Forest at home is a fortress, so... Yeah, uh, that's a decision I've got to make, but he'll go either this week or next week. Yeah, yeah. so it's interesting because like, uh, we're about to talk about defenders and you and I, before this like went, went live, we're thinking, all right, let's come up with a list of defenders that we can choose from. And li- yeah. literally, it's very difficult to come up with that list besides the ones we yeah. own. Um, and then so I was thinking like, okay, maybe I'll go very soft in the defense and try to get Darwin up, up top or you know, go heavier in the midfield. But it's not easy, too, because we have so much money tied up in Salah's son, Holland, and um, and yeah. soon Mbwemois, and so on and so forth. So it's not like getting Darwin into the team is any easier than than having, you yeah. know, solid defense. So really interesting puzzle to solve, uh, to say the least, Harry. Yeah. So what we've got up on screen now is the fixtures over the next five game weeks. And this basically highlights why there is an issue with what defenders to buy at the moment. 
the top six in terms of fixtures are Burnley, West Ham, Forest, Bournemouth, Wolves, Sheffield United. And if you look at actual clean sheets so far this season, the most any of those teams have kept is two, <laughs> and that was Bournemouth. If all of the others are West Ham one, Wolves one, Burnley and Sheffield United both zero. So they are literally all in the bottom six for clean sheets kept so far this season. And they are the top six for fixtures. The next one down is Newcastle, who we've spoken about, have so many injuries at the moment, which is a concern. Then it's Everton, who do have United, Newcastle, Chelsea in their next five. And that puts them at not eighth eighth in the list. This is this is the issue that we've got. And I did say it at the start, it felt really strange coming on to do a podcast with you and to talk about defenders and not having an answer mm-hmm. to the question and not having players that I actually want to recommend. All of the defenders that we would probably want to recommend are in the bottom half for the fixture ticker over the next five weeks. So this is this is where we have a little bit of a, a bit of a concern. I'm more than happy as well for the chat to start firing away like a few of like names in the chat um, of who they want to consider. But a lot of them are coming through from clubs that we don't naturally expect a lot of clean sheets for. Right. So like Castagna, like eight Nori, like Mikalenko. I feel like we're going out on a whim buying these guys because I don't expect massive clean sheets from those sorts of like your wolves, your, fulham's etc so it is a bit of an issue and i've I've been asked quite a lot about whether we should just take all the money out of our defense and go right down Mm. but there's not many even options at like that price that i want but i suppose it allows you you know a better option elsewhere um but yeah what's your take on it i just find defenders really hard at the moment hence why i ended up buying livermento yeah as soon as you said uh chat go away with uh you know different options of course castagna comes into the play everton defenders people you know players that you know we're not really interested unless you you want unique defense right so you could for example Lascelles, yeah. right which is why i kind of regret going livermento but let's just wait it out and and see i have two options for you that i think stand out to me and i'm very interested do. in um but Wait, first of all, who's your defensive line? Let, let's check out your defensive line real quick. Yeah, so my defense is Gabriel, who, fingers crossed, looks like he's back in the team. And he missed out on that game earlier on just due to rotation, which is going to happen. But fine, right? It happened. But him playing that game at the weekend gave me a little bit of sigh of relief that he is going to play some of those easier games. I've got Simakas. I kept him this week. Um, I mean, I expect him to keep his place now. I mean, I don't need to read in too much the fact that he got the second assist for passing to Jota and Jota scoring from 20 yards. But the games against Fulham, Sheffield United, like Crystal Palace in 14, 15, 16, they feel like Simakas type of games. I'm hoping. I'm hoping that Klopp was impressed with him enough to keep him in the team. I then have Matty Cash, who sits bottom of the fixture ticker over the next five. Only one game in there that I'd potentially want to play him in is Bournemouth away. But we saw Bournemouth be really good at home at the weekend. Then I have Livramento and then I have Charlie Taylor. Again, Burnley look Burnley bottom of the league. They look all over the place defensively. So I don't really want to play him, but he's my fifth defender. Gabriel Simakas is sort of holding up the four at the moment. And I'm not massively confident in either of them either. Got it. Okay, for the podcast listeners, Harry's backline is Cash, Gabriel, 
Simicas, Livermento, and Taylor. Let's eliminate yeah. Taylor out of the equation. Gabriel's, you know, he's going to be in there. So you have Cash, Livermento, and Simicas to play around with, correct? Yeah. I mean, I, I plan on keeping Simicas for now. Um, he's got City away this week, but mm. as we'll talk about, don't worry about your defense this week, I think is the key thing. Worry about your defense going forward. And if you buy, if you're needing to buy a defender, don't buy one just because they've got a good fixture this week because it's a nightmare for so many people this week. Buy one that's good for the long term, that's going to help fix your defensive problems. Because if you look at the fixtures this week, right? Arsenal away at Brentford, Spurs play Villa, City play Liverpool, Chelsea play Newcastle, Villa, yeah, Villa Spurs. Like, it's so tough for defences this week. So don't worry. I know it's like a game week 13 pod, but don't when you're buying players, particularly defenders this week, don't worry about game week 13. Just play the best three fixtures that you've got. Like I've got, it's currently starting in my defence. I've got Cash away at Spurs, Gabriel away at Brentford and Livermento at home to Chelsea. And I'm like, I'm fine with that. It's just a rough week for it. Okay, sounds good. All right, let's do process of elimination, Harry. So let's. This is what, what what do we have up here? It's a team XGC, right? Um, yeah. And so at the top, uh, we have Arsenal, Man City, Newcastle, Liverpool, and Chelsea. Let's leave it at that. The, the top five teams. Um, yeah. Okay. So. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah. Irrespective, irrespective of the fixtures, those would be the five teams that we would look to buy, and that's probably no surprise that those are the top five. The key one that is interesting on this list for me is how far down Spurs and United are, um, both sitting, in, I think, in the bottom eight. Makes sense. Um, I mean, it makes sense, but I was surprised to see them maybe quite so low. But yeah, the top five are probably where we'd naturally invest. Arsenal, I think Arsenal makes sense, right? The majority of us, despite their fixtures, want an Arsenal defender. Whether you can afford Saliba... Whether it's Gabriel, Saliba is definitely the one that I'd prefer. He also has no internationals, I don't think. Whereas Gabriel will be playing for Brazil again, which is not exactly what we want. But at least one Arsenal defender feels like they should be in there. The best uh, defence so far this season. So yeah, okay. definitely feel like Arsenal is a lock. Okay, okay. So you could you could consider a Spurs defender if such as Poro if you're going for the attacking I, I think he's a decent defender um, because they play such a high attacking line right but again let's go back to the top five okay so Man City defender is there anyone that appeals with you with game week 18 uh, blank in mind for me probably not would you say it's the same thing no especially okay. mm -hmm. they I mean Chelsea looked really good last night we did look really good but mm. They also look pretty suspect defensively and they have Liverpool, Spurs, Villa away in their yeah. next three as well. So it's a di I wouldn't be buying City defence. Yeah, I agree. I think Chelsea played an exceptional game and they got hit on the, you know, behind the defensive line multiple times throughout the game. So I agree with you. Yeah. Plus they blank in 18. So let's eliminate Man City out of the equation. OK, so yeah. then let's go Liverpool defence. Simikas, maybe you buy him back, such as myself, but... Nobody interests you from Liverpool defence, does it? They have decent fixtures. Yeah, I mean, Simicast does, but it will be a concern for me every week having him in my starting eleven, whether he's going to play or not. But, I mean, he's four and a half million. He's kept, I think, three clean sheets in five matches or something. Like, he's fine, and I'm happy for him to be there. But again, I have a real concern about whether he's going to play every week. Okay, okay. So, anybody else in the Liverpool defence? Not really at their prices. 
Exactly. Mm. Okay. So it's I agree. Too expensive. And you're betting on their clean sheets if you if you do decide to go for a guy yeah. like Van Dyke, right? And clean sheets are like, you know, we're throwing darts into the into the darkness right now. So okay, that leaves yeah. three teams Arsenal, Newcastle, Chelsea. Another one I want to sort of eliminate. Let's talk about Newcastle. Trippier. Yeah. Lascelles. Talk to me. So the first one is Lascelles. I, I think it's pretty clear, right? We're not buying Lewis Hall. We're not buying Livermento, right? So those two go straight out of it. This leaves Lascelles, Fabian Cher, and then it leaves Trippier as well. The concern for me ongoing with Lascelles is we do not have a return date on Botman. Mm-hmm. really annoyingly he saw a specialist for his injury in amsterdam in, in the netherlands just before the international break and was returning to newcastle the day of the newcastle press conference before game week 12 so eddie howe hadn't spoken to him so he there was no update on how long he was going to be out for the basically the decision that's going to be made over the international break is a do they allow him to manage it in which case he could be back in game week 14, 13, 14. He could be back soon. Or they will decide that he needs surgery on it and he'll be out for a long period of time. If he's out for a long period of time, Lascelles at 4.1 million, despite the tiredness, is still a good option, right? You're getting a 4.1 million defender for the third best defence in the league. Mm-hmm. But that's my concern. I don't that's why I didn't buy Lascelles because I just wasn't certain when Botman was going to be back and I thought Livermento wasn't at equal risk to Lascelles and it turned out to be an error. Yep. But I still have that concern on him. Shaw at 5-1. He's going to play every week. Yeah. Right? I don't hate Shaw, but it just feels a little bit too expensive right now given the way that they're performing. I agree. And uh, we just discussed earlier on that after international break, they're weekend, week, weekday, weekend, weekday, nonstop till January, correct? Yeah. Yeah, there yeah. you go. So the thing the thing is, though, I think Lascelles is a, a better option than Livermento in terms of saving 0.2 plus, um, Bur- uh, what's his name? Botman's not going to come back till January is what I heard. So isn't that plenty of time to just have him as your fourth defender, would you say? So I asked loads of Newcastle fans before game week 12 when I was deciding and no one gave me the same answer. I asked like six people and they all gave me something different on Lascelles um, because it just depends on when Botman's going to be back. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are assuming that he'll need his surgery, which will rule him out until at least January. But it is possible that they decide that he doesn't need it. And that would return him sooner. But, yeah. Okay. If, if Botman is out for that length of time, then yes, Lascelles is still a good option at 4.1. Okay, so first choice is one, Lascelles, two, Char, Trippier. But, Trippier? Okay, yeah. So, so Trippier is an interesting one. There's people who own him are looking to sell him. People who don't own him, still, it still scares me watching Newcastle every week with him playing Mm -hmm. the only concern is if they do go with Livermento is that he will be playing at left back and he is definitely a worse asset playing at left back Mm -hmm. than he is at right back because when he goes to cross he's either crossing it on his left foot or he's cutting back and crossing it crossing it on his right right so naturally he's weaker on that side he still has set piece threat but naturally he's weaker playing at left back than he is with right back 
And then if we're saying naturally we think the clean sheets are going to be a little harder to come by, then again, that he re- reduces that appeal. And if you're playing seven million for a defender, you you want to be you know pretty confident of what you're going to get from him. Yeah, one second. When when do their fixtures get really good? It's 17, 16? 17, 18, 19, right? So I guess 15 too with Everton and, and Tottenham is also yeah. a good fixture for Newcastle, I guess. So yeah, there is a decent run from 15 to 19 upon first glance right now. But yeah, it's yeah. like a weird thing how fast FPL moves. Remember just even four or five game weeks ago, Trippier was like, how can we get rid of this guy? And now it's like a little bit... Maybe I can get away with without having him. Plus, his like you know ownership's not that high either. So, I think Trippier right now is just difficult anyway for non-owners because of his price point. Mm-hmm. It would be a bold move to get him in. You'd have to get rid of the likes of a seven-point d- midfielder, potentially yeah. Saka, Son, something like that, right? So, so let's go yeah. back. Okay, so Liverpool, so, go, say something. Go ahead. So, no, I was just going to say, yeah. So, for me, the look like Trippy, if I want him, I have to drop either Saka or Bowen. Mm-hmm. I have to pick one of those three that I don't want to own. Exactly. And, I mean, right now, it's, it's Trippier, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I agree. So, again, Liverpool, probably Simicast is still a question mark, but maybe a decent option, let's say. Probably our first choice from there, especially yep. with... Game weeks, 14, 15, 16, being very good for Liverpool. And then Newcastle, we would say Lascelles is probably the safest, best option. But let's wait and watch on Livermento, who we have. And who knows if he starts, especially on the right wing, a haul could come and everything is solved, right? So let's leave those two teams there. And then let's jump to the main two suspects for me, right? We're not talking about Pedro Porro. We're not talking about... I ignore from Wolves. We're not talking about the, the lower tier you know, teams right now. We're just talking about who to buy. And I think it's between Arsenal and, and Chelsea, uh, Harry. So mm-hmm. this is where I'm kind of going back and forth because anyways, clean sheets are hard to come by. But let's say you go double Arsenal defense. It seems yep. the most sensible play here, right? You go, uh, we have Gabriel. So we go for Manny Cash to Saliba this game week which mm-hmm. I think we, most of us can afford because their price range is pretty similar at this point. Yeah. But you're really, really relying on um, clean sheets with the caveat that they do look very attacking at times, especially on set pieces, right? Like, I think Gabriel mm-hmm. could have... I felt like Gabriel could have hauled before Saliba had his bullet header um, throughout that game, but they're unpredictable, these headers, right? And we just don't know yeah. when they're going to come, but we, we trust in Arsenal's defense against Brentford, Wolves, Luton, three tough fixtures. And then game weeks 19 through 22, they have great fixtures again. So it could be a decent long-term play. Or in game week 16, you switch it around to, I don't know who, but someone else emerges, right? But I am very interested in in Chelsea's Reese James. Um, and so I want to talk to you about this because I am tempted to go cash to Reese James early and that Palmer Reese James chemistry is unbelievable, man. At least yesterday's game. So that's where I'm stuck. I think it's between Saliba and Reese James from Maddie Cash for me in terms of defense. Yeah. So on on Saliba, I think Brentford away is a pretty tough fixture for them. I Brentford are. I know they. I, I know they didn't score against um, Liverpool, but they. I think they put up more XG than Liverpool did in that game, and they lost the game three 0 So 
I don't think that's straightforward. Then Wolves at home, Luton away, right? Good, two good fixtures in game weeks 14 and 15 for Arsenal. Don't get me wrong. If they kept two clean sheets in those two games, like I would not be surprised. But then it's Villa, Brighton, Liverpool again. So over the next six, like they're probably some of the best compared when you're including their XGC. But I don't think it's amazing. But I do agree. If you if double Arsenal sort of makes more sense than a lot of the other defences we've got at the moment. Chelsea is interesting. What I would add mm-hmm. is Reece, like Reese James's minutes are obviously being managed. Sixty-five minutes, seventy minutes, every game so far, he's been taken off, and he's playing once a week at the moment. When we go into December and we have midweek rounds of fixtures, I don't know what will happen. Gusto is a very decent replacement, but whether he'll use him for half an hour every game or he'll give Gusto a start every so often, I don't know the answer to that question. I'm still a little bit cautious on Reese James' fitness going into that period, <laughs> but I do agree. From game week 16 onwards, the Chelsea fixtures are so nice that it feels like one of them will be the obvious choice. However, it's deciding which one to buy. Rhys James on the right is the most expensive. He is 5.3. He's not that expensive. Okay. Okay. Interesting. I thought he was more. Thiago Silva is 5. De Sassi is also 5. And then the other one, who I've actually got my eye on, is Levi Colwell at the moment, who is four point six. Yeah, but if you're moment. gonna go Colwell, dude, like I would, I would go, I would go Saliba all day, right? Just, um, you know, you have to yeah, wait till I suppose, sixteen but... to go Colwell. Is is the point I'm trying to make? Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. But like, you're going Reese James. I suppose the attacking threats there, but. If, if you're happy to go Reese James, maybe people don't have the money. And then, you know, uh, to be honest, I look at the Chelsea fix. I mean, from game week 16 onwards, right? They play Everton, Sheffield United, Wolves, Palace, Luton, Fulham, all in a row. It is such a nice run. Mm-hmm. And I do think Colwell is his first choice at, at left back at the moment. Um, yeah, but okay. Look, this is, I really like that you're a Chelsea fan and I get to discuss this, especially when Chelsea are a hot FPL topic, Harry, because I think from talking to you about Chelsea throughout this season, I've realized you're quite objective when it comes to your team. Like, I feel like you're even pessimistic when it comes to your team. Yeah, so always pessimistic. It's like actually a good Especially thing. in FPL. Yeah, it's yeah. a good thing, like just, just to like hear your ideas, right? And forget about 16 through 21. I'm talking about right now, right? And like yesterday's game, again, I go back to the chemistry between Palmer and Reese James. Palmer, we both have. You have Palmer, right? No. Nope. Oh, you don't have Palmer yet. Okay, so I have Palmer. Nope. Uh, and I, I was very, very happy with the way Palmer and Reese James were working. You know, like, like Chelsea did a good job of bringing Man City closer to their side and then finding them on the counter. Palmer and Reese James switching back and forth nonstop. Sometimes Reese yep. James inverted wing wing back. Sometimes Palmer playing on the w- wide side, uh, and then they switch again. So I really like what I was seeing there. You know, it was tremendous chemistry, right? But it is one game. It is Man City, so not the best sample size because Man City brings out the best in teams at times, and also because Man City play a high attacking possession line. Same thing happens with the opponent in Chelsea. And, and sometimes they're going to have tougher games with low blocks. But 
The next three fixtures, Newcastle, Brighton, Man United, these are Reese James fixtures, wouldn't you say? If he does play. Yeah, it's just those. Like, if if I if Reece James hadn't had an injury issue f- for the past however many months, years, then yeah, I just like the Christmas period is the worst time to buy Reese James, mm-hmm. just because of the amount of fixtures that we have and the amount of minutes that he's that he's gonna play. Like, we haven't like defensively we've been okay, but you are buying Reese James more it's not, for the attacking. It's not, we're threat. not going for the clean. Uh, um, Sushant makes a good point. They did concede four. Yes, they did, but. This is we're compa- right now. We're comparing Saliba versus Reece James as an option, right? We, assuming that we all already have an Arsenal defender in Gabriel, and Saliba mm-hmm. is the obviously the better clean sheet pick. Reece James, yeah. we're going for the fun, for the attack, for the mm-hmm. potential hauls. You know, like I know it's been two seasons, but do you remember that September October two seasons ago where he had like two goals? And yeah, could have gotten like four or five goals that game. You know, that's yeah. You know, we want to be there for it for those, right? So yeah. But go ahead, talk. Yeah, about, yeah. No, I just, I just am still, just five point three for a defender that I'm not sure is going to play every week is maybe it's me being pessimistic and me being too conservative on it. But Newcastle away, Brighton at home, United away. To be honest, the Brighton and United fixtures are probably not as bad as the fixture ticker makes them look, but. I think I'd buy Saliba if I was buying one of the two. I don't think I'd be buying Reese James yet. Um, Interesting. Yeah. Um, there's two good points that's been made. Um, let's see where it was. Somebody, I want to shout him out. This is it. As Tanky says, the Christmas period for me is so key to be picking 90-minute men, yeah, which fair. is why I'm so happy that I've like I've got Watkins in there, right? I'm very happy with Watkins, despite the fixtures getting more difficult. Like, I look, I'm going to get Saka in. I'm going to have Embuemo in. Again, like, I want 90-minute men in my team. And that is not Reese James at the moment. But, uh, hello, one, two, three, four, five, seven. Um, makes an interesting point. If they bring James off after 60, 60 minutes, then it increases the chance of a clean sheet? Yeah. Are we stretching yeah. this, this point too much? No, it, no. I suppose the question is, is when we play more fixtures in Christmas, is his... Is he going to play Reese James 60 minutes every game and play Gusto 30 minutes every game? Or is he going to start Gusto in one of them? Mm. That's that's the question we don't have the answer to. And if the answer is he's going to play Reese James in every game and just sub him off after 65 minutes, then great. Reese James becomes an option. But if he goes Reese James 60, Gusto 30, then the next midweek game he goes Gusto 60, Reese James 30, and then switches it back then it's a whole nother conversation. And we just don't know the answer to this yet. That's yeah. the concern I have. And yeah. Gusto is like, Gusto's not a bad player. He's filled in pretty well for him as well mm-hmm. at times when he's been injured. I think we need to remember that he's a pretty decent backup. And when you have fixtures like what we have coming up, no offense to the clubs, but like Everton away, Sheffield United at home, like Wolves away, like Palace at home. These are games that Gusto can start in if there's any doubt over Reese James. Here's an interesting thing. I, also, just bringing Reese James in, and for someone like me who already has Palmer, it's you have the two best pieces in place. Maybe not two best, but two really good Chelsea pieces in place for 16, where you can bring in a Sterling, where you can bring in a you know Jackson potentially. So that's mm-hmm. another advantage of going early. But 
it it could also backfire, right? As you mentioned, he just doesn't start the next few games or he gets rotated. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess it's a tough one. Yeah. It's just, the thing is, it's a question that we don't know the, the answer to yet on, on what they do with his minutes. Right. And, it, it could easily be over that Christmas period that he doesn't play them all. But don't you think like, Potch Pot- in general, like when he was at Spurs, he ran his first squad into the ground, right? This year, I think it was a little different. He was like trying to figure out his best team, moving pieces around early on. But yeah, it's clear without Enzo, that team doesn't operate well. It's clear with Reese, they are on a different level, right? There's these mm. outstanding I- pieces at Chelsea that he cannot bench anymore wouldn't you say i would agree but i th- i just think that would be the case if reese hadn't have had the injury history he's had mm-hmm. i think potch and the medical staff will be very aware of that if reese james hadn't have had it and this one he's just come back from was his first injury then i then i wouldn't necessarily have an issue with it but i think potch will know like there's n- we have realistically we don't have that loads to play for this season right the chances of us finishing in the top four is is slim right so there's no need to risk making reese james's issues more severe than they are if it's not going to get us any further that's if we were third in the table fine maybe he maybe the risk factor goes up and he takes the chances a little bit more but Whoa, whoa, I don't whoa, see whoa, us. Whoa, whoa, I, whoa. You don't think you're going to try to t- finish in the top four? You're only 10 points behind. We're only 10 points behind. 10 points yeah. is a lot. I know, but it's early in the season, brother. Uh, brother. It's like, it's true. 12. It's true. It's true. But I, ju- I just, I, as a Chelsea fan, I hope they're cautious with him. And that's maybe me then relaying that into FPL. But I hope they're cautious with his injuries. I just, I've, I've seen him on the sidelines too much and it's impacted us for too long having him there um that's that's what puts me off i can completely understand looking at the fixtures looking at the way we're playing when he's on the pitch and even when he's not on the pitch why you'd want a piece of that i completely get it but it's a conservative risk averse chelsea fan in me that the fpl manager in me wouldn't take a a gamble on someone like reese james and then the chelsea fan in me doesn't want Chelsea to take risks with Reese James. Wow. And I just feel like those two combined is just it's too much for me. Yeah, uh man, you're talking it down. I mean, you're making complete sense and it's probably a sort of a dreamy move if you know what I mean. Mm. Just because have you had those experiences with Reese James? Let's forget about last season when you know, when he hauled like spectacular, yeah. you know, great yeah. feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he has the ability to do it more than most defenders in the game at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. So to summarize, I think uh, the sensible play would be to go double Arsenal defense if you can afford it. Yeah. I think you could go and just start Matty Cash one more game, uh, even though he's been a bad FPL asset. Who do they play? Uh, Cash, play Fulham. Fulham. No, 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 no. Yeah. Oh, this week? Tottenham, Tottenham. Yeah, so not a bad fixture, but I don't think there's a clean sheet there. Um, So that's why I was interested in Reese James, because I want to get rid of Matty Cash, because he's the only cash cow that I have that I can get to a solid defender without two moves. 
Uh, and I have Mboemo in game week 14 waiting in the loom. So that's why Saliba sounds so boring, you know? <laughs> and uh, yeah. yeah, it's between yeah. those two for me. Yeah, no, it, it completely makes sense. And I suppose this is this is the issue we've got that we're at a point where we're doubling up on Arsenal or we're buying a slightly rotation pro in Reese James at the moment that there just isn't, as we would go back to at the start, the teams with good data and good defences are at the bottom of the fixture ticker. That's what's making it really hard. A combination of those two things combining at the same time <laughs> does make things really hard. I mean, there are. I I know you've mentioned Reese James. I am. I will be keeping an eye on on Levi Colwell at nice. four point six. And with him being out over the international break, he may well be four point five again by the time our fixtures become good. And he should be off. I do think he's our first choice left back at the moment, even when Chilwell comes back. He he seems to like that solidity that he brings on that left hand side. Kukurea is fine but he's pretty sporadic, right? When you watch him play, he yeah. loves loves a charger out. So I do think Colwell is an interesting one. But it's not very exciting. And with those fixtures again, like will it be him playing every week? I, I just don't know the answer to that. Probably, probably. But yeah. yeah. I d and then outside of the teams we've spoken about, so Arsenal, City, Newcastle, Liverpool, Chelsea, I feel like everyone else is a punt. Yeah, I feel like there's yeah. there's players that we can talk about. So people in the chat mentioned Crystal Palace, and and I get it. They joined most clean sheets so far this season, I think, with five. Yeah, but their next three are good. Luton, well, Luton away and Bournemouth away in the next three. But then after that, they go Liverpool, City, Brighton, Chelsea. Right. So I feel like if you haven't bought Crystal Palace. I feel like I've missed the boat on buying them. I don't think cash to a Crystal Palace defender for Luton away, West Ham away, Bournemouth at home is worth it. I feel like that ship has sailed and I need to look for the next ship. Mm. The other ones that people are looking at, Wolves, 8 Nori, Fulham away, Burnley at home, Forest at home in their next four is not bad. But not again, bad. they've kept just one clean sheet so far this season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with but you. But it I is... Mm -hmm. his attacking data is good eight nori if i was buying one of them i would buy eight nori his attacking data yeah. is good he's playing left midfield basically or like left wing back slash left midfield at the moment so the underlying data there is 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 solid and it is there the other ones that people are mentioning are mikalenko as well and there was one other oh maguire in in terms of the punts, oh, you laugh when I say Harry Maguire, but I mean they have got is that two clean sheets back to back? I don't know. What what do you think of these cheap options? My only thought on Maguire is if Varane is going to go in January. I feel like Maguire is a long term hold at four point three. Just like, play him like, when he has yes. good fixtures. Just play him when he has good fixtures. If you're going to get a United mm -hmm. defender at 4.3, who's going to play the whole season, like which we could have, like I could, I could just end up there. Like, yeah. is that the sensible thing to do? 
Yeah. So good points there. So let's uh, uh, let's start with McGuire. I mean, I get it if you want him as your fourth, but we already have Charlie De- uh, Taylor as our fifth, so he would be your fourth defender. Fourth, yeah. Yeah, and um, you play him in his good fixtures. But if that's the case, I'd rather go Lascelles. Is the point I want to make? I know it might seem like McGuire is more long term than Lascelles, but I just trust the yeah. sort of Newcastle defense more than United, even with the fixture congestion being more difficult for Newcastle. So so that's my opinion there. When it comes to Crystal Palace, I still don't think it's a bad buy. You know, you just try to go for the next three fixtures uh, and try to get nick some points. But it doesn't scream attacking returns, right? You're betting on the clean sheets. And as a gay owner, when I started him, like, the next few weeks and last week as well, it was like, whatever. You know, I, I wasn't that, like, excited about starting Gehi. Um Sorry, Crystal Palace fans, right? Um, so, yeah, that, that's where... Well, who was the other team? Uh, Wolves. Um, just... You know, I don't want to go there. <laughs> it's the simple summary to to Wolf. So, yeah, those yeah. all three th- teams don't really interest me unless it's like a cash move or sort of a fourth defender move and and go heavier in the top three defenders that I have or starting three defenders that I have. Um, yeah, yeah. The only other one we didn't mention really is Everton. They are the sixth best defense so far this season, behind the five that we spoke about. Um, it goes Everton, then it goes Villa, Brentford, Palace. So Villa, Brentford, Palace are defences we've spoken about and they are defences we've considered this season. Everton do have a 4.0 defender in Branthwaite. Mm-hmm. The fixtures don't fall particularly well is the only thing. The like three pinch points for anyone wondering in terms of fixtures for defenders are game week 13 this week, game week 16 and then game week 18, which is the blank, right? Mm-hmm. So having a player with a good fixture that week is is good. Everton play United, Chelsea, Spurs in those three weeks. That nice. is the concern nice for spot. me. So as much as I would, if, if Brantway had good fixtures in 13, 16 and 18, he would like, I think I'd go there. I think he would be the one that I would pick. Mm-hmm. So then you're looking at punts on those three weeks and they're just, they don't fall particularly, particularly well. The only other one in those three weeks is is Fulham. There was Leno talk at the beginning of the season. Those three weeks, they have Wolves at home, West Ham at home, Burnley at home, which is not bad, but I just don't see particularly good clean sheet potential for them. I'd rather own Leno than one of their defenders. But Robinson, for example, is only 4.4. And he might fit, fit fix a gap in the short term for people. Interesting. Everton's still uh, top five XGC, top six XGC this season. Yeah. Granted, they had very good fixtures initially. So, Branthwaite at 4.0, great option. Not a bad option, you know. But as you mentioned, where you need to play him, it doesn't fix, uh, the fixtures don't fall very well. So, that's the caveat, I guess. But again, and this they, is why and, we go back to... Uh-huh, go ahead. Sorry, go on. Uh, someone's asking about Brentford defense. The issue is they blank in game week 18. Yeah, I I would, again, like I would really consider a Brentford defender if they didn't blank. If you are committed to a free hit in game week 18, then I think you consider them because you don't need them that week. And they play Luton, Sheffield United, Wolves outside of that week. And I think you consider Brentford defensively. But if you're not going to free hit in game week 18, a Brentford defender is just such a luxury that you will not be able to afford. So yeah. that's the concern there. The, again, looking at those three weeks where you might need a defender, 
Like Maguire has Everton away, Bournemouth at home, West Ham away in those three weeks. Like it's definitely better than like uh, Everton, for example. But none of this excites me. <laughs> I just, yeah, just sat it's here like just trying ultimate, to find ultimate over planning. You know, the fact that we're mm. thinking of starting Maguire because his fixtures fall perfectly in those three weeks that you've talked about. You know, it's like. Yeah. I don't want to bring in Harry Maguire, you know, no, nothing no. against him. It's just right. Mm. Yeah. Just to make sure the only, uh, I say the only other one to cover off everyone, the two more. So Sushant is in the chat saying forest, their fixtures are becoming a little bit better and they tend to be pretty solid when they play at home. So they play Brighton this week, but then it's Everton, Fulham, Wolves, Spurs, Bournemouth which is an okay run or if you are looking cheap what's what do we think of eric dyer at 4.2 <laughs> no definitely not dude like um i i i am concerned about spurs a little bit right like yeah i look i feel for eric dyer because uh i was i became sort of a spurs fan ish when obviously son moved in 2015 i believe and he was struggling to get into the first team the first year. And then, you know, they brought in eight players, Lamella, blah, blah, blah. And then slowly, 2018, Sun yeah. got to the level that he is, right? And so there's a soft spot for players like Delhi, Dyer, Ben Davis, uh, Lorente at the time. Like, players mm. I really liked in that 2018-19-20 season-ish, right? And this this is a little off topic but there was like this youtube clip uh earlier this season where obviously eric dyer stayed and um and what's his name um van de ven is now in the team and they were like taking mm -hmm. a video of all the players walking into the spurs clubhouse and like dyer was like oh don't, you don't need to take a photo a video of me you know and it was like a kind of sad at the same time very unprofessional you know and and yeah. so dyer is just not van de ven right and what I saw in this game is it's almost sad because he's trying to impress Ainge by not making a mistake. And like, there's a lot of pressure on this guy. Right. And mm. to have for them to, so psychologically it's already a, a, a tough spot for him to be in. And they already play such a high back line. When you play a high back line, you have to be so decisive with making the cuts. And that's what Van de Ven has the speed and decision-making ability and Dyer is just one tempo too slow. And when you play a high line, you're going to get exposed. And when you get exposed, you need to be able to chase back and find the attacker, which Van de Ven can do. And shout out Kim Min-jae at Bayern Munich can do as well because they have speedy center backs uh, yeah. with, with that ability, right? And they're just going to concede a ton of goals is what I see. Like Spurs are just yeah. going to concede goals. And if you're betting on Dyer because of his price point for clean sheets, he's not going to get you an attacking return. He's just yeah. he's just not an FPL option for me. Okay, sorry, I went so, on a tangent there. Yeah, it's all good. So, so to summarize, we'll do this twice: one with a more limited budget, and one without. If you're on wild card this week, first of all, if you had a decent amount of budget in your defense, what five defenders would you own? And then we'll do it if you like had to get rid of Trippier, for example. Because if I was wild carding and I had the money, I would probably have Trippier. I'd have Saliba. I would have probably Simicas. No, 
probably Simicast or Gabrielle, and then Lascelles, and then probably Bulldog would probably be my five if I could afford it this week. What would you change anything there? Oh, could you say it again? Sorry. So I'd have Trippier, Saliba. I mean, maybe Reese James, Lascelles, Bulldog. I mean, if I had the money for is it. Is that even possible? Like, that sounds too good to be true. Well, exactly. Mm-hmm. So if we had to redo it and you had a tight budget and you're on wildcard this week, so it's one thing using a transfer on someone, but what defense would you wildcard to this week if you were playing the chip? Yeah, I would go Reese James, Saliba. Yeah. Let me skip the third one. I'll go four, Lascelles. Yeah. Five, a cheap defender. I'm not sure who. Maybe Brantworth. Yeah. Maybe maybe Taylor. Branthwaite, yeah. yeah. I'd probably try and find the money for Branthwaite in my fifth slot if I could. And I think the third one would be double Arsenal defense. Yeah, I don't mind that at all. Mm. Yeah. It's not very exciting, though, is it? It's exciting, man. Like two Arsenal defenders, you get a double clean sheet at times, and then you have Reese James giving you a 30-pointer every other week. You know, it's perfect. Oh dear. Okay, this that is was what good. We're relying on. That was uh yeah. 50, 50 minutes of just pure Reese James and Defender talk. I enjoyed that. Um let's talk look, quick plugs, guys, before we go to our teams. Um uh what's it called? <laughs> give us a give us a like, um, subscribe to the FS Scout channel. I think we still have twenty percent off memberships and there's yeah. so many good articles on FF Scout as well, so check that out. Also behind me, this is a personal plug. Um, you see up here is Shinza House. It's actually on Instagram. If you search Shinza House, it's um, so I work in the art space and it's sort of an exhibition center I run. Um, so you know, show some love if you can um, and check it out. And then any plugs for you, uh, Harry? No, none for me. Why are you laughing? <laughs> you just plug in. I'm having a look at it now. I got it up. Yeah. Yeah, we have a cool, cool exhibition. I, I know I do a lot of weird that things. That is cool. Yeah. It looks yeah. cool. Go and check it out. Year and a half now, and uh, it's been a lot of fun. And um, yeah, so check it out when you have time. Appreciate it. Cool. Okay. Our teams? Yeah, our teams. Talk to me about your team first. Yeah, so for the podcast listeners, I have Ariola in goal. I have Cash, Gabriel, Livermento. I have Matoma, Salah, Diaby, Son, Bowen, Watkins, Haaland. Two free transfers, 1.9 million in the bank. So my initial thought is to sell Cash and then sell either Diaby or Matoma to buy Saka. And then sell the net other one next week to buy in Buemo. So if I want to do Mitoma and Diaby to Saka and Mbuemo, I have a defender in place of cash at a maximum price of 4.7. Not bad. Not bad. Um, but you just don't know who. Yeah. So that's and... why you mentioned Colwell. That's partly why I mentioned Colwell because he's not great this week, but I think he's an okay long-term buy. Like outside of that, I just... The, the other thing we haven't spoken about, we can talk about next week, is 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 I, do, I, do I go with Saka? His data over the past few weeks, since the last international break, 
when he got injured have been very, very disappointing. He's put up one XGI total over four games. And that's included Burnley and Sheffield United both at home. So, yeah. Is it more formal? So, on Saka, yeah, yeah. I feel like it is. But to be honest, like a Mitoma and Derby have got to go at some point, right? Like it makes sense to get them. Um, yeah, it makes sense to get them. I could go to Palmer. Um, like Dior or like Mitoma to Palmer, I think frees up enough to do cash to Trippier, but I don't know how I feel about that. So in the next three game weeks, some priorities for you would be Embuemo, Palmer, Saka, Saka, Saka. So those three, basically. Yeah, but then the issue is which like midfielders would like do I sell to get them? Because that's three midfielders that I want. Yeah. And only Matoma and Diaby I'm willing to get rid of at the moment. So yeah. I either go without one of them or, or I sell one of my other midfielders. So I'm at a bit of a sticking point where I don't quite I, know I what to it. do with my team. But it's a good good sticking point. I mean, your team is fine. Yeah. Right. That's that's important. Yeah. Your team is fine. And I have I've got two free transfers, right? Um, so I've got a lot of what I can and I've got money in the bank. So I've got a lot of moves that I know I can do. Yeah. It's just deciding which yeah. which players are priority and which ones that which ones are a luxury. Yeah, I think for me. I think Palmer becomes your option in sixteen. You just wait on him. And Bomo, mm -hmm. you bring him in for fourteen no matter what. Not no matter what, but ninety five percent. So you just make a decision on Saka. And honestly, yeah. next week, if you, you could just do cash to... Do you have money to go up to Saliba, for example? Yeah, I do. Uh -huh. But then I can't get Saka, Saka and Mbwemo. Yeah, so you do cash to somebody. You, you might just want to play Mitoma and Diaby and then make those decisions when 14 comes. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, maybe. Let's see. Uh, the big thing, if I'd have done Lascelles over Livermento, I could have done Matoma and Diaby to Saka and, um, and Buemo this week for free, which is where the pain is coming from for me. How I didn't spot it, how I didn't notice it, I don't know. But yeah, so we'll see. I need to decide on what defenders I want long term. I think that's my plan over the international break. It's going to be exciting. But what can about you, you? Can you, last question, can you squeeze in a Livermento down to a 4.0 or Lascelles 4.1? So I can't do Lascelles because he's gone up. So it would have to be a 4.0. So it could be Branthwaite. If you have extra transfer, why not? If that makes you afford. But the issue with that is I know Livermento is going to play this week because Lewis Hall can't. So like. Got it. And Everton are at home to United, which is not bad fixture, to be honest, given how United are attacking at the moment. But. Yeah, if um if Lascelles was still four million, I'd probably do it. I'd just do it and I'd get it done and I'd admit my defeat. The worst part about this error that I've made on Livermento is Lascelles rising in price now means I cannot undo it and I'm just stuck with it. Yeah, fair. But yeah. Let's see yours. Okay, so I have Areola in goal. Backline is Gehi, Gabriel Cash. Midfield Mitoma, Sala, Saka, Sun, Palmer. Up top, Holland and Watkins. On the bench, I've got Turner, Archer, Livermento, Livermento Taylor. So I think uh, this is going to be a weird game week because everyone's playing each other. Uh, it's just one of those weeks. You just 
everyone's going to be in the same position, so it's fine. Yeah. Um, I am thinking cash is out this week to James or Saliba. One of of those two. But I just. How much money do you have? I think I have like 0.6, just plenty, enough to make that move. Yeah. Does. Mm hmm. Sorry, what's your sorry? What do you know? What your selling price is on cash? I'm just thinking like, because I, had, I made zero money on him. I bought him at the most expensive you could buy at the like five. What? Okay, fine. Just mm-hmm. because you need to make sure you've got the money for Matoma to Embuemo next week, don't you? I can. I already have that in plan. Okay, cool. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. my selling price on cash is five, and he's going to drop. So if I had point six, I'd have to do it today right. if I wanted to do that. Um, if I was in your position, yeah, fine. Yeah, that cash out yeah makes sense i'm thinking makes about sense, a double move sense. here harry like cash to james or saliba and then livermento down to la Celso or 4.0 is that you would just say keep livermento for one more week i don't think selling livermento this week is worth it because we know he's gonna start right. and there's no defender that i think is worth it this week okay so you may as well do that move next week okay okay um the only so it feels like there are six midfielders that we want and we're all only going to be able to own five of them. So the one that is you don't have in here is is Bowen. Yeah. Does that concern you or are you happy with how your team looks? Concern? It kills me, dude. Like that guy <laughs> is going to continue to haunt me for the next 4 or 5 game weeks. And I, can, I have nothing I can do about it unless I go Saka to Bowen. Mm. Literally. Uh, or Sun. And yeah. I, I'm not going to lose Sun. So, yeah. And the idea of not having an Arsenal mid with these field fixtures doesn't make sense. So, how do I get to Bowen? It's Mitomo to Bowen, but I can't. Just no cash. Yeah. Actually, I might. Unless be wrong. you did. Yeah. Unless you did cash like downgrade and did Mitoma to Bowen, oh, trying to work out true. the mass. But Bowen's. You'd need to you'd need to go quite cheap on cash. I don't know. Like if you could get four four, if you have four four, then you could make it work. Or four three, you might be ending up on Harry Maguire after all of this. <laughs> no, I think I actually can get to Bowen if I do cash to just a couple. Yeah, down. Wh- yeah. Do you know how much you have left? I told. I think I, I have point six ish left. Point five, point six. Okay, so you'd have to go cash to like it would be about four three, four four, wouldn't it? Because Bowen's up to seven seven now. Anyways, we have two weeks to forget about FPL, forget about football. Uh, actually, not forget That's... about football. International break brings World Cup qualifiers, so I'm pretty excited about that. But besides that, let's uh, regroup in uh, two weeks' time, Harry. Cool, yeah. I'll be back next week with a guest who is TBC at the moment. Um, and then we'll be back after game week 13 to talk about how we're all going to buy Brian and Waymo. Yeah, appreciate it, guys. And uh, I-, I won't be here next week, but I'll see you in two weeks' time. But Harry will be here next week. So thank you so much for the love. Uh, really appreciate it. I feel like uh, there's been a lot of positive comments recently. So we both, I think, really appreciate it. So thank yeah. you, guys. Thanks, everyone.